You have so many body noises. Yeah. Uh, I've been working on Immaculate Grid. Do you ever play Immaculate Grid? No. What is it? It's uh, this game. It's sweeping social media. So you have to fill in the grid. Mm. And they have baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Yes. I need to think of a player who, who in their career played for both Colorado and Philadelphia in baseball to finish out my grid. And then your goal is to think of the most random, obscure players. Because the lower the percentage of people that use that person, the lower your rarity score. And you're trying to get a low rarity score. Yeah. So my goal by the end of this podcast is to think of a Philly and Colorado player. So I am going to be listening to you. Okay. But in the background, like on a computer, like an it. app running in the background, my brain's going to be thinking of Colorado and Philly players. That, who's that? Uh, Troy Tulowitzki? Wow. wow. He did not play for Philadelphia. Okay. Holy crap. I just thought of it. Oh, who is it? Oh, man. This guy's an Atlanta Braves legend. Moment of truth. Won two MVPs. John Smoltz. No, he won two MVPs in the 80s, though. Mm, in the 80s? Yep, and then at the end of his career. Ozzie Smith? Nope. Yes, I just completed the grid. David Justice. Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy from Papa Murphy's Four. Pizza. gentlemen welcome in to another episode of the back roads and bonfires podcast sponsored by vista paints that's right in storm lake iowa for all of you people listening if you need good paint there's only one place to go and it is vista paints in storm lake iowa chad will hook you up with all of the stuff you need you you get in there you talk to Chad, you talk yep. to Tony, or as I call them, Bucky and T-Bone, Yep, and they know everything there is to know about paints and stains, yep. acrylic, oil, latex. They, they know what they're doing, and they're going to get you hooked up at a great yeah. price. Quality human beings. Uh, we both personally know them. I work there. Quality human beings. Ryan actually does work there. And if you go in this month or September, I'm pretty sure, too, and you tell them the boys from the Backroads and Bonfires podcast sent you, 10% off. You can't beat that. Nope. Get yourself a nice, like, light brown or maybe even a light orange shade on a wall right going into fall. Get an accent wall. Yeah. Go get it at Vista Paints. Go get a Vista Paints and you get an access, accent wall. You yep. can't beat that. You can't beat it. You have the relatives over. They'll come in. Your Aunt Susan will drop the casserole. She'll be so, <laughs> so dumbfounded by how awesome your accent wall is. Yep. She'll drop that hot dish right in the – and you'll say – you, you, you probably need to meet him out in the driveway and say, now I painted a wall, and it's the most high-quality paint you've ever seen. Yeah. So just be emotionally, Nowhere. spiritually, physically, <laughs> mentally prepared yes. to see this beautiful wall. Yep. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thank you, boys at Vista Paints, for your sponsorship. Hopefully, we can make you money. And then, because we made you so much money, charge you more in the future. <laughs> you 
said the quiet part out loud, Adam. My bad. Whoops. All I know is I'm going into work tomorrow and hopefully somebody comes in. I like when somebody comes in and asks for a crazy paint color because then I get to be the one to, to mix it and go back to the mm. color mixer. I enjoy that part of it. I think we need to paint this wall like a purple. Actually, because this is the wall the camera looks at, we need a big old Backroads and Bonfires logo on that wall. We do. But this podcast might be moving to a new studio in the next month. Uh-huh. About 10 feet down the hall. Oh, okay. Just paint one on there, too. Uh-huh. Is this all just part of your elaborate ruse to get me into your bedroom? You're just going to slowly move the pot into your bedroom. I mean, and then one day I'm going to come in and you're going to be like, what if we just pot it on the bed? And I'm going to be like, I am officially uncomfortable. And then what if we just wear robes? And then, and then I'll say, where's the HR department? I would love to talk to them about how I'm feeling right now. Then we'll call up Tom. He'll handle HR. No, Tom's legal. Uh, that's true. Tommy's Shoot. legal. I'm going to have to find HR. Dude, I miss Tom. Yeah. Tom's a good guy. Tommy Tom's Pickles, is, he's the man. He's a busy man. Um, All I know is I don't cross paths with him nearly as much as I desire to. Yeah, same. Same. All right. Well, did you find it awkward when you were a child and you had to call your friend's house and ask for them, but you had you were like oddly talking to one of their parents? You're like, is Ryan home? Can I talk to him? It, was, it sometimes is a weird experience. I don't know why. I'd get yeah, nervous. I didn't enjoy it. Well, it wasn't as scary when it was a friend. It was absolutely terrifying when it was a girl you liked. Oh, yeah. And then their dad picks up and you're like, is Whitney there? Yeah. Sorry, I just named a girl from that, okay. I, that I had a crush on in elementary school. I forgot that was your ex-wife's name. <laughs> that that was not like a... Hey, it's all good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that. And then her dad's like, who is it? And you're like, um, never mind. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> oh, man. I remember once uh, for 4-H... There was a couple girls that I was really crushing on in 4-H, and I was our 4-H leader for my uh, 4-H club. And I heard that, by the way. My neck crack? Yeah, that was wild. Oh, you can take that out if you want to. Also, take out my my sniffles. It happens. I will. If you leave them all in, people are going to be like, that Burke's got a Coke problem. (laughs) I'll take them out. I'm just getting over a cold. Yeah. It's mostly gone, though. Yeah, it's mostly. You're a trooper for being here. I've been pounding Dayquil. Yes, sir. And uh, I called for the 4-H thing, and I... I had to talk to some of the girls, and I called, and I remember asking for their parents, and the girl got on the phone, and I, we were just talking 4-H business, but I was secretly thinking, like, I'm, plant, I'm planting seeds here. This is this is going to blossom into something great, and it never did. What what 4-H business could you be talking about? I think for, like, a maybe an end-of-the-year get-together, like, probably how, cooking burgers at the How Patterson about that Ranch. meeting where we talked about corn? <laughs> <laughs> just call up the girl you're crushing on. Okay, I'm just checking in there. As my job as the leader of this group to see if you remember the four H's. What <laughs> are they? Recite it. Helpful, humanity, horticulture, and hospitality. Close. I pledge my hands for greater service, my heart for greater loyalty, my head for greater thinking, and my health for greater service to my community, my country, and my world. That wow. is the four H's. Who would- I think. You remember in Anchorman when all the news teams brawled? Yeah. Who would win in that kind of a street brawl between 4-H and FFA? (laughs) Oh, man. 4-H, because they're the real farm kids. Whoa. It's game on. Whoa, I can't believe you said that. Yep. You don't think FFA are real farm kids? Eh. Couple here and there, maybe. Oh, man. They're the future farmers of America. Yeah. Yeah. The 4-Hers are going to win. I'm confident. (laughs) 
if <laughs> I'm just imagining like a the FFAers in their blue coats yeah. just assembling on the street. I think I'm walking up. Four H four H changes their their slogan to like I pledge these hands that you're about to catch. <laughs> Is there a third group I'm forgetting about? In that realm, it's 4-8. Maybe the Glee Club. Man, I was in all three. I would choose 4-H. Alta really had a Glee Club? Wait, no, college. Oh, okay. Yeah, college. No, Alta really wasn't big on so, music when I was in high school. So you were in Glee Club. Were you just trying to repel all the chicks or just some of them? Why were you in Glee Club? I just figured, you know what? I'm going to narrow it down to who really likes me for me by doing this, and it'll bold, make it an easier bold pool. Move. Easier bold pool move. to choose from, yeah. That's like... <laughs> Oh, wow. There's nothing hotter than stepping on stage with 120-year bros and singing a song. With jazz hands? <laughs> oh, man. By the way, there's... In a, in a cummerbund. There's a lot of things hotter than you with 120-year bros singing. <laughs> uh, some of those bros liked other bros. I've never heard a woman say, I saw him at his Glee Club performance, and it was over for me. I had to have him. Mm. It's. I don't know if it's ever been said in the history of the world. Never say never, Ryan. There's nothing wrong with being in Glee Club. <laughs> There's everything wrong with bragging about it and thinking it got you chicks. <laughs> <laughs> but I can carry a tune, but, Cheryl. Like I'm into dorky stuff, like Stratomatic Baseball. But yeah. I would never be like, and it got me lots of chicks. Like that's never. My whole, my whole life, I've always been big about like bragging about the nerdy things I do. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I just don't care. I like it. It's I'm what board, I, I'm a board. I have a nerd game weekend with our nerd weekend with all my buddies in our board game that we keep track of scores and tallies and whatnot. And I love that about you. Glee club. I just did choir, music, jazz. Did it all plays, musical. But you know what? I also kicked your butt all over the basketball court and football field. So bite me. But not the baseball field. Oh, the baseball field too. And the weight man's four by one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Did you guys ever use a hot dog as a baton? Isn't no. that like a joke? We should have. We never did. I've heard of teams doing that, using a hot dog that as a baton. That is incredible. No, yeah. we never did that. Okay. Dang. I always crossed the finish line, too, and broke the tape, and I would have loved to look at the crowd and then take a bite of that hot dog. <laughs> that would have been awesome. It's non-scoring, right? Non-scoring, yeah. It doesn't matter. Nope, just for fun. Don't even let them DQ you. But we did go 8-0. No. Did I ever tell you when I ran in that? No. Oh, I ran in the 4 by one non-scoring B team in middle school. <laughs> AKA the weight man's four by one. It's for kids that just needed more participation. Right. I was really slow. Um, And I remember at Coon Rapids Bayard, (laughs) I'm like the second leg of the four by one, I think. And I'm sizing up the other guys in my heat. And there's this fat chubby kid. And I'm like, I'm going to boat race this dude. I'm just going to blow his doors off. Got the baton. He just starts pulling away from me. Oh no. And I was like, this is the most humbling experience of my life. <laughs> I didn't say anything to him, but in my head, I was trash talking him so bad. I'm like, no, this dude's toast. I and he just freaking killed me. Well, at least you didn't say it out loud. It's true. Our weight man four by one team was elite. If it would have counted, we probably would have won the state title. We destroyed everyone. We had three. We had four guys who were all like 250 and we were all very athletic and fast. Is it on your Mount Rushmore of track and field events? Oh, for sure. You were probably discus shot guy, right? Discus shot, and then I cheered on people all meat long and ate nachos and taco in a bag and then ran the weight man four by one when they had it. Did you throw your game down with lots of chicks from other schools? Because that's the best part of track, right? I mean, yeah. It's just like a 
was it like a four or five hour event where you just see a bunch of kids from schools you don't usually get to see? Uh huh. Pretty much. Yeah, I like track meets. That was a good time. Did you try to get like impromptu glee cup performances on the infield grass? No. If if uh, what do they call those things? Flash mobs. If those would have been a thing when we were in high school, I think I could have got one going at a track meet. I I can't really pin down who you were as a high school kid. You would like, have had a lot of fun in school with me. Like I'm sure I would have. Yeah. Um, but like you were in glee club, but you also might just punch someone in the throat in the middle of a basketball game. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm assuming you're a youth group kid. Uh-huh. Never missed. But you also watched figure skating with your mom. Yeah. You just you're all Sa- over the, you're sang on worship team in church. You are all over the place. You're hard <laughs> to pin down. <laughs> I like to remain a mystery. Yeah. You <laughs> love to you like you kind of live by that motto, never let them know your next move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Cuz someone would see you like ramming Tom's car, <laughs> getting airborne and ramming Tom's car and then you get out and they go Oh, that guy's in speech with me. <laughs> oh, the guy basically reenacting Twisted Metal? Yeah, he's also in Glee Club with me. <laughs> hey, I have a few thoughts. Do you remember Glamour Shots? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that people get for, like, acting and stuff? No, no, no. It was, like, a thing in Wait, that... those are headshots. Yeah, those are headshots. Late 80s, early 90s, it was a woman thing. And it was, like, you go to a photo studio and... These are like pictures you get for your husband and you wear like a jean jacket and you like pop the collar oh, and, yes. and they put like Vaseline on the lens. So it's real, it's real smoky looking. Yes. And also like they really do up your hair and makeup. These aren't like boudoir shots. They're not X rated. It's just like a group of women I feel like would go. And I feel like every friend's house that I went to, their mom did glamour shots yeah. and it's a lot of hairspray and you would see it like. On their dad's desk at work or in a part of their house where it's like, oh, yeah, my mom got glamour shots. And it was like you give them to your husband on your anniversary or something. My mom did it. It's from a bygone era. And my dad had it like framed on his nightstand. It was just like – it was just a thing that like doesn't happen anymore. No. Now people just send each other selfies. But it was a lot of big hair and extreme makeup. Oh, yeah. Shoulder pads. Yes. Shoulder in, pads. In dresses or whatever. And a lot of like denim with the pop- collar popped and like the thumbs <laughs> next to the lapel. And you're just kind of like you're doing like blue steel or magnum into the camera. <laughs> you know, the dads were loving it. Oh, the dads, you know, were like, va, va, boom. That's my that's my Randy. Randy's a boys and girls name. <laughs> of all the names. <laughs> that just Randy popped up. True story. My brother went to college with a girl named Randy at Iowa State, and he said it was like the hottest girl he's ever seen. Dude, I don't know if I've ever seen an ugly female Randy. I knew it in college. Very attractive. It feels like a name. It's kind of like, yeah. You have to be good looking to be a, a female Randy. All I, the only data I have to go off of is my brother saying this girl named Randy lived in the floor above him in the towers, and she was an absolute smoke show. That's there all. It's the only dad I have. All right. So we're two for two in Randy's and female yeah. Randy's. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was at a teacher training <laughs> this week. Yeah. And it was it was in some learning annex building. I don't know. Anyway, big public bathrooms. Yeah. So I go to the bathroom, and I just need to blow my nose because I have this cold, right? Mm-hmm. And the only thing to blow your nose with is basically TP, right? Mm-hmm. So I walk into the stall, and I'm going to grab the TP, and before I grab it, I just stop. 
because the TP is kind of hanging down from the dispenser, and on the end of it, oh no, Dookie, <clears throat> dude, hanging out of the dispenser. How did that means it was like on their hand, and they grabbed to tear the next piece and got it on the. Th- this was still attached to the oh roll, my Adam. Gosh, that's so disgusting. It was. I was like, I'm getting gaggy. I was like, how? Ugh. How did it get? Onto the roll that's still mounted in the dispenser. Imagine all the other things that person touched before they washed their hands. What if they didn't wash their hands? Oh, I, I dude, I had so many questions. I I went to the I just went to the other stall. I went to the other stall. Thank you. And to get my TP to blow my nose, but like I'd never seen that before in my life. I wash my hands so frequently when I go to places where there's many people, because you know, so many of the people there are. We can stop whenever we need to for a nose blow sesh. No, we're good. So many people there are not washing their hands and doing gross things. I've never seen Dookie on the mounted TP roll in my Dude, life. It, it could have only gotten wild. there with their hand. What if they pulled it out long, lean, did a little wipe, and then just re-rolled it back onto the roll? No. Impossible. That would be tough. It's The way the roll is mounted, that's like virtually impossible. That's disgusting. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I was like, honestly, I feel I'm sorry that you had to witness that. I'm sorry I even saw it. <laughs> so bad. But right away, I was like, I got to tell Pat about this. Oh, gosh. I thought you were going to say boogers or something. No. Ugh. Remember I sent you a picture of that divider, too? Mm-hmm. Too wide. Oh, the gap between the door and the stall. It was like, you're just on full on display. It yep. was like a good inch. We, we can't build stall doors with a little more privacy. If you're going number two. You sh- it should be a mystery to you, whoever walks in when you hear the door open. You shouldn't be able to look through the crack and see their entire body. You should have to look down on the floor to see if there's shoes in the stall. You shouldn't be like, well, I can see through this massive gap, yeah. this poor soul just sitting on the toilet. Like, yeah. I was like, this is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Okay. The Alta Raceway, stall- three stalls in the Raceway bathrooms, no doors on them. <laughs> That is prison type stuff. And I tell that you is what, insane. Yeah, I tell you what. There was one time in the races back in the day when I, I had no choice. I had to go, and I just had to sit in there going to the bathroom. There is no... Like 22 people come in, and just I'm on full display for them while they're going pee. There, that, that is like what you do in a holding cell in a jail when there's just one toilet in the whole room. I can't room. believe they didn't put doors. I don't know. It's inhumane. Dude, just put a hinge in a, in a piece of plywood. Yeah. It's not hard, and then it's just a little hook to hook it. It's not hard at all, no. but like I don't think there's any amount of an emergency that would cause me to use a stall like that. I would leave. I'd be like, I would just tell my friends like, guys, I'm going home. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care that I just got here. Like, this is I can't do this. Yeah. I can't <sighs> do it. Wild. I don't even like going to a pro sporting event. Like, it's not really like this anymore. But like the old stadiums where it's just one long pee trough. Yeah. I don't even like that. Nah. Give me the urinals with dividers. You know what I heard the other day? What? I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about the Petros in stadiums, and one of the guys chimed in and said, I don't remember what venue he said he was at, but he said the men's Petros was a giant circle. I was just going to bring this up. So I've, I've heard of So you are all looking at each other. You're just pee. standing in a circle peeing, like it's a, how, like it's a Roman bathhouse. How freaking awkward is that? That is so awkward. I mean, I'm comfortable with who I am and around other dudes. That's still awkward. It, it, again, it's I would so be like, weird. 
this would be like the bathrooms at the Super Bowl that I bought tickets to. I'd be like, I'm leaving. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> see you back at the hotel. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not going to stand around a circular pee trough <laughs> and just be hanging brain. And do, you, do they talk to each other? <laughs> you're looking at the guy across the way from you, just asking him how he's doing. The worst thing ever would be to <laughs> just try to make sure you're both remaining. Well, contact. the worst thing ever would be like. You're like looking up at the ceiling, whatever, and you just happen to make eye contact with a guy across from you, and he's giving you just like a Buffalo Bob (laughs) stare. Like that would just be the worst thing ever where he's just – or if he was like staring at you and just like slowly licking his lips or something, you'd be like, oh my gosh. Please get me out of here. Please. (laughs) What? Talk about stage fright. If guys who struggle with stage fright had to pee like that, they're never going. No, I would hold it in the entire time if I had to. Wild. Why would anyone ever build that? That's just wild. I I don't care how much space it saves you, how many more peas can happen at once. That's uncomfortable. I'm sure the guy that designed this stadium is so rich, he has a skybox with his own personal bathroom, and he's oh, yeah. like, I never have to pee with these pores. Yeah. Let the pores pee like this, but we don't have to live that way. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the circular pee trough is just a wild experience. Yep. Um, this is part of the reason why I would do so poorly in prison. I'm just a private guy. Yeah, you're gonna have to get over that real quick. Uh, well, I don't because I'm not going to prison. That's true. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't go. Okay. Um, I'm bothered. There's many things that bother me. This is what has me bothered right now: moms and their social media apologies of like their pictures of kids' events and stuff. They'll put like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that I put these posted these pictures so late, and this happened so long ago." <laughs> and you're like, and, "Nobody's and, been wondering where they're yeah, at." We aren't sitting around on pins and needles <laughs> waiting on your pictures of your kids' concert. Yeah. Like, if you want to post pictures, be my guest. But but when you start apologizing to everyone because you're two weeks late, we don't care. No, no one cares. No, like, uh, I'm not even sure Grandpa and Grandma care. They don't. They don't know how to use social media anyway. <laughs> so. Email them a GIF. <laughs> it's a GIF? There it is. Or a JPEG. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, at my kid's spring concert, I uh, texted my family group chat, and I was like, I'm not... I said, would you guys like me to post a picture from really far away and the, from the bleachers of my kids that you'll just put a thumb emoji sticker on and, and we'll all pretend like you looked at it, but yes. I know you didn't. And I got back a lot of like... Thank you for just being honest. Like <laughs> that's, that's exactly what we do. We need. I would post a picture or a grainy, crappy video from far away and be like, "Oh, it's Hobbs's concert," and my yeah. brothers would just put a thumbs up or like a cool, like, and it's like you didn't watch the video. Yeah, I don't even want to go back and watch the video. Yeah, yeah. My sister, they'll put they'll put some pictures on social media, but she'll send. We have like a family thread. They send pictures of my. I love it. Love every picture of my niece and nephew I get in there. They're great. But it's not like over the top. No, and I post I post my kids on social yeah. media, but I'm not so self centered as to believe that people are waiting for me to post yeah. my kid. <laughs> I would never say sorry for the late photo dump of vacation. Yeah, I promise you, we were just fine without you here. Honestly, didn't even know you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most like brutally honest and also true thing. Like <laughs> we didn't know you left. Yeah. No, we weren't all just sitting around like, oh, my God. Do you remember? Are they ever getting back to post those pictures? Remember back in the 70s when people would go to, like, 
dinner parties and you'd get roped into somebody's slideshow of their vacation to the yes. Grand Canyon and everybody sitting there just wants to kill themselves. <laughs> We've all been like socially or yes. di- digitally looped into that yeah. now where it's like, I didn't want to see your slideshow to the Grand Canyon no. and now I feel like you can just send it to me. Yeah. I used to have to get pinned down at your house for this. Awful. Now it just comes to my phone yep. in the form of <laughs> Facebook yep. feed. It's yeah. unavoidable. The only way to do it is to unfollow people. Oh, that's one of the funniest comments ever. We didn't even know you were gone. <laughs> oh, man. Do people really like jazz music? <laughs> in in movies and TV, they're always trying to force jazz on us. All these characters are always like these sophisticated jazz music lovers, and it annoys me. You're talking about like Whiplash? Because people don't like jazz music. That, I'm watching... Uh, La La Land? Another one. I was just watching a movie the other day uh, with Adam Devine in it. I can't remember what it's called. Pitch Perfect. No, it's Pierce Brosnan is his future father-in-law, but like Goldeneye, he's a big, <laughs> he's a big jazz guy, and of course he meets a girl who, of course, loves jazz too, and they reminisce over these thirty-two jazz musicians that no one in real life knows, and they're no always one in like, real life likes this, and they're always like, oh, is that the John Coltrane album, Live at the Flamingo, yeah, from nineteen like, sixty-eight? There's probably people out there like that, but it's not as common as these movies are trying to make it seem. I. I don't hate jazz. Not at all. Jazz is something that's it's best consumed live. And I agree. You probably need to know someone performing. I'm not go- like I'm not going to a jazz club. It's like, yeah. oh, my students are performing at State Jazz. I would love to listen to this. Mm-hmm. But I'm not seeking out jazz. Yeah. Jazz works as like ambient background music. Yeah, it does. Like it's at a good. restaurant or an elevator. It's very good background. But yeah, music. I I don't think I'm ever putting on a jazz album. Nope. They need to, movies and TV need to stop. No one cares about jazz. Stop trying to force it and seem sophisticated. Have you ever seen on social media when a college coach gets engaged? They will always post the same stupid thing, regardless of what sport they coach in college, and it'll right. always be like. Landed my biggest recruit ever. Oh, so dumb. And I'm always like, stop. stop. It's there's, a stupid joke. There's no way the woman can appreciate that. actually appreciates that. It's so it's dumb. It's like demeaning to her, I think. Probably. Anyway. But it's just such a tired joke. Like, we get it. You recruit for a living and... Just got the ultimate five star. Yeah. Locked her down for life. Yeah. And it's like, every time I just think it's cringeworthy. Yep. Or if it's a football coach, they'll usually tweet, outkicked my coverage. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, what a tasteful way to say that your wife married down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure she loves the idea that she married down. The way to announce to your 514 Facebook friends that your wife settled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Every time. Never fails. Also, my friend TJ and I get a kick out of... Um, finding college, or actually, it's even better if it's high school. We love finding high school football coaches' Twitter profiles. Oh yeah, because they'll be like at a at a small school in Florida, but they had somebody do a graphic design banner of them using the sideline headset, looking very either very stoic or like mid yell and point, and it'll be like D backs coach, assistant offensive coordinator. The Parkview High School floor. It's like my guy. Yeah, you are not Nick Saban. You're not. You do not need 
a custom Twitter banner. Yep. And it's usually a picture of them like mid-coaching or, like I said, looking like Bear Bryant. Mm-hmm. And we love to just send them to each other. And then sometimes they have just hilarious quotes on their banners along with their position. Yeah. And, and it, it is usually something like assistant D-backs coach yep. and linebacker coach. And a lot of times, you know who doesn't have those? All of the best coaches usually. <laughs> because they don't give a crap about that. They're yeah. just really good at what they do. and That's all they care about. And they're very successful because of it. My pro- my Twitter profile picture is a is a picture of my T two hundred six Christy Matthewson card yeah. because it's like my favorite baseball card ever. Yeah. And uh, what does your Twitter bio say? Uh, it's something about the podcast. Well, I have podcast and personal. I never use personal. Mine does say teacher slash coach, so people okay. at least know what profession I have. Mine might have a Bible verse on there. This part's kind of cheesy on I- mine. I'm not a huge fan of anymore, but no, it's pretty cheesy. Like I love Jesus, but I, just, I think the Bible verse thing is kind of cheesy. No one is getting saved because of what you put in your Twitter yeah. bio. So mine says teacher slash coach. This part's kind of cheesy. It says chaser of excellence because, like, I feel like that's like a thing I yeah, say. Chase okay. excellence. Um, blessed with a golden BP arm. Never. Get, I can just throw BP that's forever. True. That's true. It says used to be in a band with Derek. <laughs> I don't say who Derek is, but it's D- it's Derek Wadley. And then it says, former intern at the Precious Roy Home Shopping Network, which is just a reference to Sifo Nali from yeah. MTV. And then sometimes I just change that last part because nobody's reading it anyway. It used to say, former roadie for Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters, the band from, <laughs> yes. from that thing you do. Look mine up. What, what does mine say? The which, which one am I looking at? Go to podcast. Uh, okay. Yours says, join host Adam and a collection of friends as they laugh at life and themselves. With a one of a kind of opi- with one of a kind opinions, sure to entertain you in the backroads and bonfires podcast. Nine eleven was an inside job. Whoa, Adam! <laughs> <laughs> what the heck, dude? Sorry, I wear my heart on my sleeve. <laughs> that last part I made up. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's just the just the normal podcast thing. Okay, yours says. <laughs> oh no, it's pretty good. Okay, waiting for the twins to win a playoff game. <laughs> dot 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 cows. I love it. Oh, nice. I love it. That's good. It's really good. Um, oh, man. We got to cut this. So much silence. <laughs> what just happened? I was about ready to talk, then I decided to just see what happened. I thought you were going to say something, and then I locked up. I'm leaving it. If I you leave, leave it, it in, literally people are going to turn the pot off and go, oh, I guess it's over. I better not leave it. Um, <laughs> I have a would you rather for you before we hop in. Okay, yeah, hold on. Unless you have more things. I do. Um I went to two drive-throughs on Wednesday. Both bad experiences. Oh no. So, I go to I don't even think I should say the business. I don't want to put them on blast cuz I'm going to keep going to these businesses. Mm-hmm. But I go to order a smoothie. Mm-hmm. I just mouthed it Fred. Yeah. I just want him to have the context. Yeah. Right as I'm saying my order, a giant semi pulls out a fairway and like, well, you heard the brakes. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And I ordered my smoothie and I didn't hear anything because it was so loud. And I go, did you get that? And they're like, yep, you can pull ahead. And I go, did you? Did And I said it again. I go, so you got this? And she goes, yep. I got up there. Nope. Nope. Didn't have it. By the time I dro- got confident. By the time I drove away, I'm like, they didn't they didn't hear what I said and <laughs> now my smoothie's ruined. And I had to suffer through it was not good. Dang it. Um then it, it isn't a bad location. That's happened to me before too. Then I go to McDonald's. I order 
just the two breakfast burritos because I already got the smoothie. Like I don't need any. Mm-hmm. And the lady goes, do you want a drink with that? And I go, no. And she goes, do you want the meal? No. Just two burritos, lady. Two burritos. And she's like, okay, pull ahead. So I get to the end and dude starts handing me a drink and a bag. I go, I didn't get a drink with this. And he goes, he's like looking up at his computer screen and he goes, they charged you for a meal. There's hash browns in here too. And I go, (laughs) just give it to me. (laughs) They gave me a Coca-Cola. I didn't drink it. Coke in the morning. It's like nine in the morning. It's like, I'm what am I in Motley Crue? I'm not having Coke at 9am. So I ate the hash browns, but I'm like, wow, oh, for two. And I got charged for a meal I didn't want, but I'm like, I've already passed the pay window. Yeah. There's cars behind me. There's I'm, no turning back. We're going to run the card again? Like, yeah. no thanks. Yep. So it, here's here's my Frustrating. other... Frustrating. Yeah. Oh, How for do you two. screw that up? I don't know. And then I go to Lakeshore Fu for lunch. They're closed. Unbelievable. All right. Would you rather... Here we go. Have the superpower to never sit at a red light ever again the rest of your life or always have a front row parking spot be open in a crowded parking lot to me it's obvious it's wait never sit where never sit at a red light ever again the rest of your life or always have a front row spot waiting right there for you in a crowded parking lot it's red light yeah it's that's not even hard it's not even close nope the you just first of all if there's always an open spot great it might be waiting for you after you've had to sit in 12 minutes of red lights I got some would-you-rathers for you. Like, the red light is so obvious. You never have to slow down from. And I honestly enjoy parking a long ways away and walking to the store. I don't mind it one bit because... It doesn't bother me. Especially when I have a cart. I am so smooth with a cart when I'm going to my car. There's no one smoother with a cart than me. Uh, No comment. I, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that. Yeah, and then when I go to put the cart away, I'm just gliding across a lot, 20 feet away, let it go, bang. Into the container every time, right in the cart in front of it. Into the cart corral? I'm so good. I don't mind parking and walking, and then I go, well, there's my workout for the day. Yeah, you get some extra steps. Walking 20 extra feet. (laughs) Okay, would you rather have to drink a gallon of someone else's sweat or eat a pound of someone else's toenails? What? Which How long do you have to do it? Just one sitting. You can't get up till it's gone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, a pound of someone else's toenails. Drink the sweat. What? Just suck it up and get it over. You with. eat your own toenails. Someone else's, though. Not different flavor. Can't do it. Oh, I'm taking the toenails. I'll throw up at the sweat. Can it's, you put the toenails like on a PB&J? You know that. No, you know, you just got to eat They're them like get a stuck in your teeth. bowl with a spoon. <laughs> I think someone else's sweat would be instant vomit for me. Golly, the shirt fell down behind me. Because you know the sweat's not going to be truly liquid like water. It's going to have a different consistency, plus it's salty. And I'm I'm still chugging sweat. I'm not telling you where, but the sweat comes from all over the body. That's awful. (laughs) And I mean all over. I'm still doing the sweat. I can get it done fast. No way. listeners. world-class chugger. I'll chug that thing in three different chugs. I'll hopefully not puke every... You throw, you throw it up. I'll probably puke. So every time oh, I've oh, asked oh, this, I feel like people struggle, but they always end up on sweat. And it seems so obvious you should take the dry one. Gosh, I don't know, man. It would, I think it's because it would take so much longer to eat the toenails. I don't think they're going to have much of a taste. Yeah. 
listeners out there, what would you rather do? Pound of yep. toenails from someone else or a gallon of someone else's sweat? Yeah. All right. Let us know. Yucky Yuckerson. I got one more. Would you rather? All right. So when I was in college and we'd be laying in our bunk beds in our dorm freshman year, mm-hmm. we would think of these in the dark and say them and just try to just come up with the wildest, most difficult one of my ones. Absolute favorite parts of college. Yeah. So uh, we used to we triple stacked our beds because there was three of us in there and we called it tri slam pajama. Um, <laughs> would you rather every time you farted, mm-hmm. it smelled terrible mm-hmm. and blue smoke? Was coming out of your butt. So everyone knew it was you. Okay. Or every time you saw a girl that you thought was attractive, uh-huh. you made like a high pitch siren noise <laughs> and everybody knew what that noise meant. Oh. So there was no hiding that you liked her. Ooh, I'm going siren. Really? I'm going siren because it, what if she likes you back? Then she knows now. <laughs> Uh, I'm going siren. What if the blue smoke is odorless? Plus, if you're the siren, if you get known as a siren guy, a lot of people know who you are. Maybe you could start a podcast, get a lot of followers. <laughs> How about this, though? The blue odor fart, and it smells bad, though. How about this? Okay. You haven't thought about the end game here. Your apartment's always going to be filled with blue odor. <laughs> What's Okay, what if the smoke was odorless? Does that change anything? Mm, no, I'm still going siren. Okay. I want that girl to know that I'm in, I'm into her. You got to think about this, though. There's, okay. a, there's an end game here you're not thinking of. Uh-oh. <gasps> you're married? 30 years down the road. Just hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First off, your siren noise goes off with other women. Or you're like 20. You're, whatever length you are into the marriage could be two years. Yeah. And uh, your wife disrobes for time together and you don't make the siren noise oh no and suddenly she's like what's going on and you know how women overthink things <laughs> well i'd overthink it too yeah, if i, I was them but like at I'm some point trying to make a misogynistic <laughs> joke mission accomplished <laughs> but at some point in your marriage like you stop making the siren noise oh no she's hurt i can't that say, hurts you that'll never happen to me but i'm saying like what if and and wow. like now I think I want farts. Yeah, you'd probably just rather take the blue smoke. That siren's going to cause you some serious drama in your marriage, potentially. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Or you see another, you're with your wife in public, and you see an the siren ex? goes off, and you see someone else. Your ex? Or just a random girl on the street that or you've been seeing for a while and never talked to. All of a sudden, the siren goes off. Your wife's beating you with her purse in the middle of the sidewalk. Or you're just walking in the park by yourselves. And like an 80-year-old lady with a walker approaches and your siren goes off. And your wife looks at you like, really? You're into that? She's 80. Hey, I like cougars. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. <laughs> no, wow. that yeah, the siren. That is a good one. Or it goes off with the 80-year-old lady and you look at your wife and you go, I'm surprised too, honestly. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. It's time for the meat. Mm. Oh. The episode, and wouldn't you know, we're talking about sody pops and cake. And we're going to start off with cake. For a long time, I have been wanting to do a cake ranking. I love cake. It's hands down my favorite dessert. I think it's the goatiest of goat desserts by a mile. I love cake, especially with a dollop of vanilla ice cream with it. Nothing beats it, in my opinion. Uh, It's not everyone's favorite, but it's mine. And I don't know anybody who really doesn't love cake. So we're gonna rank our cakes. I'm. Are we? Are we ranking them or can we draft? Oh, I didn't know about. 
I guess we can draft if we need to. I think we should draft. Draft cakes? Yes. <clears throat> All right. Well, I only have five written down, but I'll be able to think of more. Um, can I have the first pick? All right. We're doing a cake draft. Um, yes, you can have the first pick. Okay. My first pick is Adam's grandma's red velvet cake. <laughs> this is the dumbest draft of all time. <laughs> you can't have it. Yeah, you took it. It's fine. I hate you. Okay. Well, since you took Gma P's red velvet cake, my first pick will be strawberry poke cake. Wait, is that what the to- you poke with a toothpick? Yeah, that's Jello it's cake. Made with Jello, it's called Jello cake. Oh, well, it's technically called poke cake, but you can call it both. Poke cake is where it's at, though. Oh my gosh, strawberry is my favorite, but you can do raspberry, orange, and all that. But strawberry is the go. Strawberry, it's got the strawberry vanilla kind of swirl on it. Yeah, I can't believe you did me dirty like that. <laughs> as soon as you said we were talking cakes, I'm like, I'm taking his grandma's red velvet cake because you've brought it up about. 45 million it's times. So good. All right. All right. What's your second pick? I'm just going straight up chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. All right. He says chocolate cake, chocolate frosting. I like that. If I'm doing chocolate cake, I like them both. If I'm doing chocolate cake, though, I do prefer the white frosting. Really? Yeah. You ever notice for like cake commercials and stuff, they always say like this chocolate cake is decadent. Mm-hmm. What is decadent? Uh, decadent. Smooth, yet moist and delicious. But I only hear it used to describe desserts. I'm going to look up decadent. Decadent must be like, it just makes you feel good. It's fancy. Characterized by or reflecting a state of moral or cultural decline. What? <laughs> oh, that's the adjective. The <laughs> I've heard of decadence, you know. Yeah. The noun is a person who is luxuriously self-indulgent. There you go. It's like this cake is so decadent cuz you're indulging in it. Yeah. And it's a luxurious experience. Yeah. <clears throat> but All right. they do say that to describe desserts usually. Oh, they do, for sure. Yeah. All right. My second pick in the cake draft, pound cake. Isn't pound cake just super dense? Oh yeah. It's so good, dude. How is it different than angel food? Angel food's fluffy. Angel food is very fluffy. It's about what they put in it. So some of them you only use the whites. Some use the whites and the yolks of the egg. And then I was just... I'm assuming the dense one uses the yolks. Yes. Okay. And I was reading about it earlier that there's one other ingredient that makes it more dense. But, man, I love a good pound cake. Especially lemon. Lemon pound cake. Ooh, lemon. How yummy. All right. What's your third pick? Cheesecake. It's so good. Just And don't church it up with strawberries or chocolate or anything. Nope. Just cheesecake with graham cracker crust. Bam. I like it straight. You, I didn't have cheesecake until I was 16, I think. And it was because one of our teachers made it and brought it to school. And boy, oh boy, did it change my life. You lost your cheesecake genity at 16? 16 in school. Wow. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, my gosh. All right. My third pick, champagne cake. What is that? Love champagne cake. Uh, it's like a. It's served at weddings a lot. It's got. I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like straight white or chocolate cake. It's. I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's maybe champagne. Now that I think about it, <laughs> probably. But it's. I just know that it is phenomenal. Whenever I hear that it's at a wedding, I get very excited. Um, 
My next pick is so awesome and obvious, I can't believe you didn't take it. Carrot cake? No. <laughs> Carrot cake's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not top ten worthy. Is it? What pick am I on? You're on your fourth one, two to go. Coffee cake. Coffee cake is... Good. I've never been a huge coffee cake it guy. It probably should be the number one. It's so good. It, it's it's perfect. It's got cinnamon and it's fluffy, but it's got like a hard crumbly top yeah. on it. I love it. Shout out to former head honcho of the Alta High School <laughs> kitchen of many years, Jeannie Walsh. Or is it Jenny? It's Jenny Walsh. Greatest coffee cake on earth. Lives across the street from a dear friend of mine. And whenever he's back, she always makes coffee cake and brings it over. And then uh, I try to go snag a piece. Boy, it's a good. So what did you just? Oh, wait, we were talking coffee. Yep. My fourth pick, lemon bundt cake. Ugh. More lemon? With, with the, like, glaze icing. Oh, my goodness. I love lemon. Well, before I give my last pick, I just want to give a shout out to Vista Paints. Oh, we're doing that again? We're going to do it a couple times. Yeah. These right. guys deserve it. Speaking of cake. Their paint will cake to your walls like you've never seen before. No, it'll spread smoothly and evenly. You oh. don't need to cake it on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see what you were trying to do. Yeah. But no, it doesn't it doesn't yep. cake on your walls. Yep. Can I be totally honest and vulnerable with you? Of course you can. I didn't do any research for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been pulling these off the top of my head. And so far, I've got like the ninety two dream team of cakes, and you've got <laughs> I don't know. Yours is pretty bad. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go with birthday cake for my last one. Yeah. Birthday cake is good. What about ice cream cake? <laughs> does that count? Because uh, it, it's not a cake. It does count, but it's also the worst cake. By yeah. I don't want ice cream cake, no. but I just wondered if it would count. People who choose ice cream cake over cake as a dessert piss me off. <laughs> you, For Adam, if you're talking about things that piss him off, number one. People who choose ice cream cake over regular cake. Uh-huh. Number two, Isis. Yep. Don't do it. All right. My number five is tried and true. I love it. Some people probably, it's not the greatest thing to them. It's also got some nostalgia in my heart. It's angel food cake. It's do you put five. like strawberries over it or something? Just angel food cake with vanilla ice cream and chocolate syrup. But my, my great aunt Elvina always made homemade angel food cake. So did my grandma on my mom's side. What was your... What Every, was your number one? Uh, well, because you stole red velvet cake from me. Oh, is Jello uh, cake? Poke cake, yes. It's <laughs> the only good cake you listed. Which is, oh, you don't like pound cake, champagne Dude. cake, lemon bunt cake, or angel food cake? Mm. It's, it's almost admirable how bad your list is. Like, <laughs> you missed coffee cake. You missed cheesecake. You missed chocolate cake. I you missed birthday. Are, I think the other like, ones are Like, you, you just went... And just missed every single... I like all my picks. They're so good. I guarantee you the public is going to agree with me. My list says that I like density. That is true. I like compaction in my cake. <laughs> yeah. You you like your cake to be real meaty. Yeah. yeah. I must say, a chocolate cake, just a big old hunk of chocolate cake in a bowl with a huge scoop of vanilla ice cream by it, and you're doing a bite of each at the same time together, it's tough to beat. The worst piece of cake in the world is like, I don't know, a cake you buy at a store. Okay. 
and it's the corner piece of that cake. Oh, yeah. Because it's got about six inches of nasty frosting you have to get through yep. just to get a little piece of actual cake. Yeah. It's, the store-bought cake corner piece is the worst. Yep. Couldn't agree more. And I hate when they put that frosting on to do the writing that's almost more of a gel. Yeah, I don't like that. That's terrible. Don't ruin it. My grandma used to make sheet cakes for birthdays. That's good stuff. Sheet cakes are great. The store-bought cakes, there's just something about the frosting that makes me want to put my fist through a drywall. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I will hold up a wall over cake. Is there any heartbeat. Is there any cakes we forgot? Like I said, I didn't do much research Carrot cake. I, I was trying to think if there was some sort of cake that involves pumpkin, but I feel like it's pumpkin bread. Yeah, there's no pumpkin cake. I mean, I guess you could probably make a pumpkin cake. Because that, like, that would be... That would be pretty good. Very moist, just white cake is tough to beat. Well, it's called white cake, but it's got like the yellow tint. Or is that just yellow cake? I think that's yellow cake. That's really good. Yeah. Yellow I, cake. I like white cake and just no frosting at all. My yeah. grandma used to make that for me sometimes. Just not frost one of her cakes and be yeah. like, Ryan can have these pieces. Yep. Or leave frosting off part of it. Uh, I did write a note that people who put coconut on cake, I don't like you. No. Stop it. I can I can tolerate coconut, but leave it off. I don't know what coconut makes better, like anything. No, it makes Almond Joys worse. <laughs> no one has bought an Almond Joy in like 14 years. No. And what is Mounds? Mounds have Mounds nut. is just Wait, coconut. Almond Joys have nut. Mounds don't. Wait, it's Mounds that has the coconut. Or do they both? Mounds has coconut. Yeah. Almond Joy, this is going to knock your socks off, has almonds. Oh, what? <laughs> Listen, go buy a hat yeah. and then hang on to it. <laughs> Because <laughs> almond joys have al- almond joys have almonds. Oh, it's so cake. Uh, there's like devil's chocolate, but you said chocolate. So devil's food. Devil's food cake. There it is. Um, boy, devil's I, food cake's not bad, is it? No, it's good. I was doing some research on cakes. There's a lot of crazy, like fancy cake names on the list. Isn't like, there eh. some cake called like better than sex cake? Oh, there is actually. Yes. Those people are virgins. <laughs> they one hundred one hundred percent. I love cake more than anyone on earth. I would burn all cakes from here to eternity <laughs> before giving up the other thing yes yeah <laughs> uh, that's such a stupid right. name for a cake it really is. you know what would get my attention if you said better than baseball cake i'd go now now there's that's that's actually a uh i don't want to say a fair fight but it's in the realm yeah the other one's not even a fair fight nope that's not even close Mm-mm. okay nope god didn't make cake let's just leave it at that <laughs> um all right. I had a discussion today with some friends who horribly disagree with my take on pop about the Mount Rushmore of pop. Okay. So pretty much everyone disagrees with my number one of Mellow Yellow. <laughs> I can't believe it's so somebody, much better than Mountain Dew. Somebody who devotes so much of their life to food and beverage, you continuously have the worst takes on no, foods and beverages. I have fantastic no takes. you don't it's unreal sometimes there's an unpopular one you 90 percent of the time i'm the king of takes you are like an nba player who shoots 12 percent from the field and oh, i keep going don't be ridiculous I keep going, ryan how are you in the nba <clears throat> like how are you even in the food take business with the nonsense that comes out of your mouth don't be ridiculous <laughs> mellow yellow is so good there's nothing wrong with liking mellow yellow it's better than mountain dew to, to, why do you say such ridiculous, stupid things? <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it is that citrusy flavor, man. That's the combination. Listen, is so I don't good. mean to put down an entire segment of our society, 
people who think Mellow Yellow is better than Mountain Dew, I just think they can't afford Mountain Dew. It's like saying Walmart's better than Target. No, it's not. It's just the best you can do, and that's okay. Oh, yeah. Target's so much better. The, yeah, and Mellow Yellow is the Walmart. Mellow Yellow is cheaper than Mountain Dew because it's so popular and sells so much, they, they can lower their prices. No, I'm sorry. This is like <laughs> Mr. Pibb and Dr. Pepper. You settle for it because you want something similar, but you yeah. don't have access to it. Yeah. So Mellow Yellow is my number one. But when you say the things like you just said, you know you're going to get that reaction. Oh, I know that people don't agree with it, but it's all good. It's my heartfelt belief. Why? Mellow Yellow is the best pop. I feel like you came into this discussion saying, I'm going to have a piping hot take. <laughs> it's just my belief. <laughs> but I truly believe it is better than Mountain Dew. I just don't understand how you can be... Like, you know, you know that you're being ridiculous. Like, you're not shocked at my reaction, right? Like, that's like, a lot of people's reaction who don't have super taste buds like me. But you knew when you wrote that down, right? That, like, this is not going to be well accepted by the public. Oh, for sure. Because it hasn't been my whole life <laughs> to my friends, but it is. But Adam's sitting there my, going, is it me that's wrong? No, it's everybody hey, else. Everyone's different. And my taste buds like Mel Yellow. Mm mm mm. You are on a heater lately of just no, bad food takes. Number two all time. So it's a slash. You Co- chose lemon butt cake. I love lemon so much. What? Lemon butt cake isn't in the general public's like top 40. Mm, a lot of bump cake in top tens. <laughs> Where? <laughs> number two. We're on pop. Show me the data. Okay. <laughs> number you know two. what my data is to back up my point? Outside of this conversation, yeah. no one has mentioned lemon bunt cake to me in 36 years of living. <laughs> that's that's my empirical data that the public does not like that oh, cake. You got to try it. Your mind will be blown. I'm not eating any dessert that has the word lemon in it. Maybe, I'm not doing Maybe you and everyone else is just simpletons, and I like the finer things in life. You think like so? Like Mellow Yellow and Lemon Bunt Cake. Uh, my number two on my Mount Rushmore pop is Code Red. Mountain Dew slash like a Shirley Temple. Because they're basically the same thing, but Code Red Mountain Dew is so freaking good. It's well, it's really the only good Mountain Dew. This is your number two? Yeah, Code Red. Adam. Dude, Code Red's amazing. You don't like Code Red? The only people I know that drank Code Red growing up were like kids named Trevor with a rat tail. Dude, all of my friends love Code Red. All of them. Honestly, the weirdest kids at my school drank Code Red. Dude, you don't like Code Red? No. It's a big thing in Elta. People love it here. It's terrible. Oh, no, it's not. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. How do you think Code Red's terrible? Do you not like a a good old uh, Shirley Temple? No. Wow. I I think... It's my favorite popcorn restaurant. I think Mountain Dew should be green, just as the Lord made it. I think Doritos should be orange, just like they're found in nature. Like, we don't need to take things that are great and then make them crappy and sell them as a separate thing. What if everyone's disagreeing with you right now? No. The public is with me. I don't know anyone. Green Mountain Dew is better than Code Red. Well, yeah, but I don't know anyone who doesn't like Code Red. You think it's crappy. Do you know me? Well, I know you now. Yeah. But Code Red is so good. Code Red to me is like. You're on hour 13 of World of Warcraft, and you haven't showered in <laughs> three weeks, and you have a 
nasty neck beard and you're like, yeah, give me some more code red, mom. <laughs> number three, orange sun kissed. Or no, number three, Dr. Pepper. Finally, a sane take. But now I just heard what's going to be your number four, yeah, and number I'm mad at you. Number four again. is orange sun kissed. Fruit pops are gross. Orange pops are so like grape grape soda, cherry oh, like grape and cherry and strawberry pop is nasty. But orange I, pop, I know that so someone's good. gonna say like Mountain Dew is a fruit soda. It's lemon lime, but like no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like like what's like that? All the sun kiss and Fantas. It does Welch's make a grape soda, or who it, makes the grape soda? Welch's. They're all gross to me. It's not just grape juice. It's grape soda. It's orange. I think so. It's in a purple can. Yeah. That's, th- again, this is like, they're just like knockoff pops. Like, they're not. Oh, orange Fanta and orange Sunkissed are so good. Don't they make like a ruby red squirt, mm, too? Or I something? do like ruby red squirt, yes. It's great. No, 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 no. Wow, I haven't had a squirt forever. I love squirt. <laughs> I Who did I get into an argument with? I think it was my baseball coaches this summer and some of the players because I said, Squirt is like lemon lime, and they're like, "No, it's not. It's grapefruit." And I go, "No, it's not. It's just like a, it's like a Seven Up or a Sprite." And uh, I said, "My grandma only had Squirt. I've drinking a lot of Squirt wow. in my life." And then they uh, like looked it up at batting practice and showed me the label, and it says like Squirt, like a grapefruit flavored soda. And uh, I came it up with does some taste different than Seven Up or Sprite to me. It. It's so good, though. But it t- to me, it tastes really different from Fresca, which is disgusting. Yeah, that classic yellow box of squirt cans, man. I like squirt. Yeah. I hate Fresca. That's why I was like, there's no way it's grapefruit, because I Fresca's like the grapefruit soda, and I think it tastes disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. My dad's favorite soda is squirt, or favorite pop is squirt. Uh, man. Every time we'd go to a restaurant for I don't know how many years of my life. There is no restaurant like, that serves squirt. Like, what do you want to drink? My dad, every single time, you guys got squirt? What restaurant serves squirt? God, no, every time. None of them. And so <laughs> finally he gave up. But for years, he would always say, you got squirt? Never had squirt. <laughs> the more we say it, it's such a ridiculous name for a pop. Yeah. You guys got squirt? <laughs> Why is it called squirt? I don't know. But the more Have you ever noticed the more you say a word, the weirder it sounds? Yeah. And it's so weird. Also, like my whole life, when someone says the word squirt, I just think of that pop. Yeah. But like the more you stop and think about it, it's a mess. It's a weird name for a pop. It's, yeah. And it's also like it's a verb. Mm-hmm. So that's my four. Mellow Yellow, Code Red slash Shirley Temple, Dr. Pepper and Orange Sun Kiss. That's my Mount Rushmore of pop. Okay. My Mount Rushmore of pop would be Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew. And this is a no particular order. Sure. Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew, straight up Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coming up with a fourth pop is tough. I honestly it's like that big three theory. I think it's Pepsi. Coke I'm, and Pepsi. I'm, nice. one, I'm one of the guys that doesn't, doesn't. I like them both. I don't. Yeah, I like them both because yep. Coke has that bite to it that I really like. But my dad always drank Pepsi when I was growing up. So, like, I just got used to drinking Pepsis. Yep. Um, I do recognize they taste different. but yeah, they they're, do. They're both in that family of just like brown colas. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever drink like RC Cola? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did the cheap pops a lot growing up. RC Cola, Dr. Thunder, Hillbilly Holler. Hillbilly Holler. Hee Haw. Um, What would be on your like Mount Rushmore of grossest pops? Um, Root beer. Do not like root beer. I don't mind root beer, but it's it's not within 100 yards of my Mount Rushmore, but it's not on my Mount Rushmore of terrible. Nope. Because uh, I will drink a root beer if I have no other option. Not me. Water. But, like, <laughs> I mean, I'll drink root beer. It's not like I'm, ugh, this is so gross. I'm going to gag. 
It's just not my favorite. Root beer. How do you feel about sarsaparilla? Eh, Aren't not, they the same taste? Kind of, yeah. I always thought sarsaparilla was like just a, an got old, a multi flavor. I, I thought it. it was just an old timey Western name for root beer. Yeah, it pretty much is. Sioux City, sarsaparilla. Next time you go to a restaurant, ask if they have sarsaparilla. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, grape soda, yuck. Oh, grape soda is terrible. Any strawberry soda, yuck. My dad and I have this tradition that we chug a strawberry pop after we finish harvest. Because Even one though year, you hate it? Yeah, because one year, he well, he likes them. He had one in the cab with him one year. Got done. This is when I was in college. And Crush he, makes like a red one. He got all, yep. He got all hyped and chugged it. And then ever since then, when I started, when Did I he came go back, like full Stone Cold Steve Austin on it? He shakes them up, opens it, and chugs them. <laughs> Why shake it? Uh, Got to get wild. Harvest I, is done. I guess. Mike cutting it loose. Yeah. Oh, I do not. I do not like cream soda. Thank you. I was going to. Cream soda is all time So what's bad. your what's your four? Root beer, cream Root soda. Root beer, cream soda, grape <laughs> soda, and probably some of those new Mountain Dew flavors are really gross. I will try them, but I'm not a huge fan. Like li- Live Wire? Yeah, not a huge fan and of And then there's that. like Mountain Dew Midnight. There's How do you so feel about Baja Blast? I've but never, it's not terrible. I've never tried Baja Blast. Yeah, you can, you can buy it now in Hy-Vee, like in cases. Yeah, I've never tried it. Not my favorite. Okay. That fourth one's probably going to be strawberry pop. I don't like strawberry pop. My Mount Rushmore of awful would be cream soda. Sorry, my wife, Nadine. She loves cream soda. Yeah, my dad loves that too. Um, cream soda to me is like, is it the 1930s? Why are you drinking cream soda? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> can I be honest with you? Yes. I never had cream soda. I'm just convinced I hate it. It's not good. I've smelled it, and I, I don't like it, the it smell. Great. No, it's like drinking a vanilla lotion. Oh. <laughs> well. Um, so you must have some point of reference for what that tastes like. Um, I hate cream soda. I hate, um, surge. I think surge is so gross. Surge, oh my gosh. Surge is gross. The surge phase. What a wild time. Surge. We were a Coke school growing up. So like our vending machine had surge. Oh yeah. And you'd it be like, all the rage. you'd be like, I really want Mountain Dew. And when you're desperate, you're like, surge has got to be the same thing. Yeah. It's cl- it's green pop, whatever. Yep. And then you it's you not. buy it, you crack it open, and you go, I've made an enormous mistake. It is not. Okay, so what did I say? Cream soda, surge. Yeah, I will say like um, g- grape soda, bad. Mm-hmm. And then probably code red. Dang. Although, Brutal. <laughs> this is it's my second favorite pop ever. This is going to make you really mad what I'm about to say I next. I have one in my fridge. This is what, what I'm about to say next is going to make you so mad. I'm just going to ignore it. I've never had Code Red. I'm just convinced I'm going to hate it because I think it's, I think any, I, I, I don't like, fridge. I don't like any red pop. Would you give me a sip? Oh, big Red. Yeah. Big Red is on my Mount Rushmore. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> How did I not think of Big Red? Would you let me take a sip of a Code Red? Sure. Get it out. Let's do it live on the air. I'll try it. Here we go. Oh, this is exciting. This is going to hurt. Ah! Adam is wearing like Bermuda shorts with cacti on it and aloe plants. Okay. I'm going to try. Well, I, yeah, you can give, give me a little shot of it in the glass. I already know I'm going to hate this. So this is the this is the classic Code Red. It's not any sort of. Okay. Don't give me a lot. I just want, I'm literally going to take a, a mouthful. Why did you put so much in my cup? I'm not going to drink all that. No, the other one. Okay. Woo! I'm excited. I'm going to drink this Mountain Dew Code Red. 
I put it on my Mount Rushmore of awful without ever tasting it. So let's see. Let's see. If you like it, you have to be honest. I will. Here, Here we go. Yep. Cheers. That is exactly what I thought it would be. It sucks. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I will do one more. I'll finish this gulp just to give it a, I can say I gave it a fair try. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm not going to hold it against you, but I kind of am. It's just carbonated cough syrup. I mean, that's all it is. <laughs> I've loved Shirley Temple so much my whole life. I think that it reminds me of Shirley Temple. What what is a Shirley Temple? Like I've heard of it, but I don't drink I don't just order them. Seven Upper Sprite and Grenadine. Yeah. Very good. Speaking of which, Sprite's not good. Here's my beef with Sprite. I don't know the last time I drank a straight Sprite. It's very thick and syrupy. Mm-hmm. Like, 7-Up is lighter. Mm-hmm. And I honestly do enjoy a 7-Up when I don't feel well. And that's probably just a harking back to childhood. Or harkening back to childhood. Harkening but, back. like, when I was a kid, sometimes I would drink a Sprite. But, like, it to me, it's like a little kid drink. Mm-hmm. When I try to drink a Sprite now, I'm like, this is gross. I can't even finish it. Fair enough. For me, that's red Gatorade. <laughs> Synonymous with puking and strep throat to me. Red Gatorade, I can only drink if it's, like, I am completely it is without sweaty question. and exhausted. Like, I will take it. But, yeah. like, I would much rather have a light blue or a yellow Gatorade. It's without question the worst Gatorade. Red? Yeah. In my opinion. A lot of people think orange is the worst. What? Is there is there really a cucumber Gatorade? Oh, and it's so good. Cucumber lime. It's good? I freaking love it. What about cucumber ranch? <laughs> that, now, would be that, a, would be, that would be a good Gatorade. That'd be good. Did every time the story of when I thought a zucchini was a cucumber? Wow. No. <laughs> First got married. Uh, my wife had cut up some cucumbers and with ranch, and like that was like a little piece of our dinner one night. And I was like, this is really good, because like, I grew up in a house where we didn't eat cucumbers. Uh-huh. And so she was like working one night and, you know, we're married. I'm home alone and I'm like, I'm going to run to the store and get some food because I'm home alone all night. And when I was there, I was like, man, I'm going to get a cucumber and some ranch. So I bought what I thought was a cucumber because they look the same. (laughs) And wherever I was at didn't label their vegetable section very well. I get home. I got a baseball game on and I'm excited. I'm going to make a plate of food and I cut up my cucumber or so I thought. And I sit down and I dip it and I take a bite and I'm like, oh. what in the world? Raw zucchini. I'm like, what is this? Yuck. I'm like, I'm like calling the store. The cucumbers have gone bad. <laughs> Don't sell cucumbers. No, I left it in the fridge and my wife got home and she's like, why is there like a zucchini in the fridge? And I go, because I thought it was a cucumber. And she started laughing. They oh, look similar. Great. though. They do look similar. A lot of times, uh, zucchinis are way bigger in the garden, but in the store, a lot of times they're the same size because they'll sell are skinnier, they, more like normal size ones. In the are store. they in the same family of vegetable? No, one's a squash, <laughs> which is zucchini, and a cucumber. I don't know what that is. It's more like a well. It's a pickle. <laughs> I almost said it's a pickle, yeah, but it's like, make but there is a. No. I don't know what, what family. Maybe it is part of the squad. Maybe they're cousins. <laughs> The cucumber stands alone. Yeah, it's like the LeBron James of vegetables. Man, I love pickles though. Pickles are so great. They're <laughs> just unbelievable. Some people hate them, and I don't. I don't understand those people. And I don't want to be friends with them or I be know around them. Do, and honestly, uh, do you? How do you feel about the little mini? Are they 
gherkins or what are the little mini ones you oh, just like they'd be on a relish tray yeah, eat them by the two dozen oh love those when they're in a relish tray and you can dip it in some of that veggie dip send me straight to heaven i'm good to go <laughs> i don't dip my pickles and things oh, uh, i love it what what's your favorite pickle format oh my gosh so I do like the whole little the little guys. Yeah. What are baby those called? Oh, baby dills. Baby yeah. dills whole. What's a gherkin? It's probably it's a brand. Oh, okay. It's like the classic. Baby, yeah. Baby. Yep. Baby dill whole, followed by giant dill from ba- concession stand. Baby dill whole is your number one. Yeah. That's not shocking. I I I, I can't fall. You, you know what that. I do? You I'll finally put, fell butt backwards into a good food take. I'll put like twelve of them on a plate with some plain Nathan's hot dog, and I'll cut a. Chunk of Nathan's hot dog, eat it, and then just stab a whole pickle and eat it with it. It's an unbelievable combo. Oh. Uh, see, for me, it's the pickle with the cream cheese beef, the wrap. Oh, we're doing it that way? I thought, well, I'm just, just saying, I thought we just meant plain pickle. Well, I'm just saying I like that. Or, or you do oh. the deconstructed wrap. You take a Trisket, you smear cream cheese on it, and then you put a, a you cut uh, a baby dill oh, yeah. like into a disc. Now put that talking. on there. And then just throw a piece of dried beef on top. Yeah, the pickle cream cheese wrap is my favorite form. If we're doing that, I yeah. thought you just like, no, no, no. That's fine. Straight pickle. So you know what's really good? What bread and butter sweet pickles? Oh my god! I actually do like those too. Or the ones that are like super bright green. I don't think I, my grandma used to. <laughs> my grandma used to can pickles, Ooh. and they'd be in the jar with like some onion slices and stuff like that. But oh, I, yes. yeah. Okay, so you got baby dills mm-hmm. followed by what was the next the one? The giant one from the, the giant concession. As much as I love pickles, I've never been a buy them at the concession stand. Oh, guy. I have. You got it. Kids would buy them and eat them in the student section at a basketball game, though. What a mess! Oh, terrible! You, I would stand that. In the that lobby is an outdoor food. You should not sell pickles yep. at indoor sporting events, yep. especially Even, to high school kids. Yeah, baseball game, great place to eat a pickle out in the yard, though. Wash your hands, then get back in the stands. After Dude. that, probably like the long, like try spear. The spears. I I really enjoy spears. Yep. And then after that, probably like just the chips. The, the chip. sweet. Uh, bread and butter chips. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I would disagree with your ranking. I just would put the the massive whole pickle in the four spot and move spears up to <laughs> three, probably. That's fair. Yeah, when I was a kid, I ate a lot of dill pickle spears. They're so good. Just yeah. pull them out and munch. And uh, I hate olives. Disgusting. Yeah, thank you. People t- people tell me that. Well, you like pickles. You should like olives. They're the same thing. I'm like, no, what? Not even close. So, yeah, olives just a pickle. Get One tastes like garbage and one is no. delicious one's a delicious and one tastes like skunk spray yeah how do you feel about like dill pickle potato chips love them me too dill pickle pringles love them uh in the I summertime dill, i, I mostly chatarons in my cabinet right now uh, those delicious. pork rinds mm-hmm. i mostly eat dill pickle sunflower seeds too oh yeah that's yeah. one way to do it for sure anything dill pickle i i got a hankering <laughs> yesterday for something and i even texted my wife to ask her if we had the right equipment to make it and she said we did not and i got sad no oh funnel cakes oh i used to make funnel cakes at my house Talk when i was a kid cake. uh put me I, funnel cake pancake no no listen i didn't think of pancake does get, pancake count i don't think so but <sighs> i want birthday cake off my list funnel cake goes on number five can i put pancake you can have it your list sucks so bad anyway hey. and pancakes are gross so you can have them bite me you're an idiot <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Dude, they're the third best syrup food. Oh, no. French toast, one. French toast, Waffle, one, two. Pancake, two. Waffle, distant, three. No. But pan- they're all amazing. Pancake is just garbage. Pancake was number one for me for years. Waffle, or 
French toast flipped it a couple years ago. French toast is elite. So funnel cake's my number five. All right. I changed it. I'll leave mine the way it is. But I want a funnel cake so bad, Adam. I'm going pancake five. I don't know if I love funnel cakes enough to put up with a fair. All right. Fair. Um, We got a 90s quick hit. I do. All right, Mike. That was a lot of awesome food talk. I'm excited. I'll see how much of it gets kept in. 90s quick hitter. I loved when you were a kid and you'd leave the pizza joint, you'd throw a quarter in that machine, get the giant, like, over golf ball size bouncy ball, and go out into the parking lot and just send that thing to the moon. So much fun. Was this in the parking lot of Pizza Hut or, or Pizza Hut and Godfathers and Storm Lake both had them? And then I've had a lot of people tell me that all their pizza joints had them too. I mean, these things are bigger than a golf ball, and you can launch them. I just and re- then they'd go out into the road. Oh boy, chaos! Cause a traffic accident. Yep, chaos. I just remember those pizza places a lot of times having those machines by the door where you'd put the quarters in and they're standing up on edge, and then you kind of go and like oh, push the yes. thing in, and it's you know like a sticker. Yeah. And it always come out like in a cardboard, yeah, bifold thing, mm-hmm. and like. I remember we would try to we'd beg our parents for fifty cents for like an NFL sticker, and you're just praying to the Lord that you get your favorite team. Like it's roulette. I wanted Broncos. My brother wanted uh, Raiders, and you get like a New Orleans Saints. You're like, jeez. <laughs> and this is back when the Saints had like Jim Everett as their yeah. quarterback, and they sucked. <laughs> and it's like, well, what did you think? It's like a one in thirty or one in thirty-two yeah. chance. But they're still. You a think chance? they're just gonna kick out a Denver Broncos sticker? Yep. No way. You're getting something crappy like the mm-hmm. Falcons. And you know they're loaded more towards the crap teams in there. They're cheaper. Probably. Yeah. There you're not a, get, you, there's no way you're getting like a Dallas Cowboy sticker in 1993 mm-hmm. out of one of those things. The mystery machines were always so fun. You were like, there's like three out of ten things in there you really want and you hope they fall out. The one was the one where you'd open the uh, plastic bowl thing with a lid that was harder than heck to get off. And it had oh, that st- are you talking about like it's it's essentially like a plastic snow globe? Yes. That's what all the prizes came in. Yes. And you did have to like basically break the plastic to get the lid off. dome to yeah. get the bottom lid Insane. off. Insane. And it had that long, stretchy like hand thing in it. Remember? Oh, yeah. And you could fling it and stick it to things. And it was awesome for like a week until yeah. it got so much lint and like fuzz oh, on it, it got so that like it wouldn't stick very well, well they anymore. Had, they had to get rid of that thing. Yeah. Nasty. Or you would get like those really crappy erasers that were like different shapes <laughs> yes. that like really couldn't erase worth a darn. Nope. They would just smear your lead on your paper. Good times. But you just beg your parents for 50 cents. Yep. Good times. Please. I hit one of those giant bouncy balls. With the, I threw it up and hit it with a bat once. Holy Did it ever come down? That thing took she sailed off. it through Mike and Mary's dining room window and got in trouble. <laughs> oh boy! Well, that was fun. It's a good trip down memory lane, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I love every one of you who's listening to this nonsense. It's very entertaining to do, me. Do you know who what I love? Chicharrones, Vista Paints. Ah, yep. I love Vista Paints. Tell them the back road and bonfires boys sent you. You get ten percent off. Yeah, you can't beat that deal. You can't. And you're going to get the best paint in Northwest Iowa. Mm-hmm. True. So go there and get your paint, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and tell your friends while you're while you're doing that, while you're telling your friends about paint, tell them to listen to this podcast. Take your friends with you to get the paint. Yeah. And then talk about the podcast with Chad. And if you see me What's in there. Dad, Dave? Tony. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> a.k.a. T-Bone, as he's known on the streets of Newell. Um, uh, no, you see me in there. You just give me a shout out too. Be yeah. like, Burke, what's up? And yep. I'll come out of the back and be like, Emilio. And tell him his pop and cake picks suck. 
No shot. Except for Grandma P's red. No velvet. one's gonna. You you just said Grandma's P's velvet cake sucks. You said that. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna tell a bunch of people. I'm gonna tell Mike you said that to listen to the pod on all your listening platforms. Check out my YouTube page. Are we gonna uh, go jump in Wes's pool Adam right now? Pe- oh yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we are. Uh, Adam Pedersen. Just search it. It's there. Uh, very exciting video coming up either next week or the week after with Jordan Bohan. And we played a little basketball together one on one. We're talking basketball. We're talking basketball. Is that from uh little Bow Wow movie? Oh, okay. What was that? I don't remember what it was called. Like Mike? Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Like I thought Mike. that. What's the high school musical one? Uh, boy, I don't know. Okay. Friends Forever? <laughs> anyway. That's Zach Attack. Uh, watch the YouTube. Exciting things are on the horizon. We're going to have some fun announcements for you coming up. But uh, until then, stay fresh. Uh, drink Mellow Yellow. It's good stuff. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> All right. I could help you out. Maybe turn the lights down low, down low. What was that? What's that song? Maybe lock the yeah. door and turn the there lights down low. Josh Turner. Your mm. man, Josh Turner. Play the music on the radio. Maybe lock them doors and turn the lights down low. I love Josh Turner. It's what if we just talked in these voices for the entire podcast? Welcome to the Back Roads and Bonfires Podcast. I'm... What's that guy's name? Uh, Frick, I ruined it. He's the Big Lebowski. Jeff Bridges. No. John Goodman. The Mustache Marble Man. Mustache Marble Man? Marlboro Man. Oh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Welcome to the Back Roads and Bonfires podcast. You're not even deep enough. Sam Elliott. You're still not deep enough. Smoke Marlboro. (laughs) (laughs) Have I ever done my Hank Hill impression? Is it dark in here? I don't think so. All right. Hank. Oh, but I'd love to hear it. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> That's pretty good. Propane and propane accessories. Wow. You are... are Can you I, hear that? Yes. You look like uh, Napoleon Dynamite when he gets done with Dequan's dance grooves <laughs> video and he's got to chug the red Gatorade. <laughs>